Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 102. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast. I have a few quick housekeeping. Definitely check out my bio on Instagram and you can find my website that I really cute merch for and more information about the podcast. And you can also see my sexual product link. Feel free to ask me any questions if you have any questions about any of the products and definitely connect with me. My Naked Mindset on all of your social media. I would love to connect with you and if you're interested in being on the podcast, you can fill out my form on my website. So I would like to start off by this is a trigger warning. There is drug and alcohol discussions in this episode. I would like to give you guys a resource, the Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration Hotline is 1-800-662-4357. Again, that's 1-800-662-4357. If you need any help or assistance, please call that number. Again, this will be a heavier topic, but lots of great tidbits in this episode, so I hope you guys enjoy. And now I'm going to introduce you to the guest. The guest today is Shay Fox. He is a international coaching and personal development business, which is called Fox Fit Elite Coaching. He helps people struggling to overcome their vices, mass, mindset mastery, training, and nutrition with the use of three systems anyone with a smartphone can use. He provides busy people instant access to a coach to help them, you know, stay accountable and to answer any questions. Everyone, please welcome Shay to the podcast. All right, everyone. I have a very special guest and he is here ready to chat with us all about his journey. So welcome to the podcast, Shay. Thanks. It's good to be here, Janae. I'm super excited to hear all about your business and kind of how you got into coaching. So let my listeners kind of know more about you. Well, it started off just going through a really tough time. I went through um, a harsh breakup. I went through a whole bunch of run-ins with police, uh, drugs. Um, I had a drug addiction and alcohol addiction. and It was just wrecking my life. Um, I had my vehicle taken away from me. I was getting around on a bike and it all just came crashing down when, when my relationship fell through because I had nothing. So I had to kind of build myself back up, start another business from scratch, um, which was just a cleaning business. Um, and then from there, I kind of just developed into growing myself personally. And, um, and then that was really what was helping me because I had this pain just stuck inside that I couldn't get rid of. And by the, process that I do every day of removal that's how I helped myself and it helped me so much that I just have to share it with people and I have to get it out there and, and get other people uh, I guess aligned with their best selves because you know for me it was it was essentially what saved me like I was that fucked down I was I was really thinking about suicide and it was it was a really really dark place so yeah now I just help people who are struggling with their vices to um to get out of it and to develop themselves personally. Wow. Well, I love that. And you, it sounds like you kind of went through the trenches and now it's like you're on a different path. And I just love that 
you're helping others kind of do the same. So um, do you want to share a little bit about kind of your, like how, how you help people out and just like all of, all of the coaching business side of things? Okay. So for the start, I just get people on a training uh, and nutrition plan. So we dial in their macros to really get the weight drop because a lot of people are just carrying a little bit too much weight and they can't see, they want to see the person that's underneath all that fat. And I think, you know, for, for a lot of people, they haven't seen that. And, and, you know, you'll feel a lot better walking around, going to the beach, taking your shirt off. Like these are all things that we want to be able to do. And we want to have that confidence. So I work on the physical appearance, but then as well, we couple that with a training uh, regime that they do maybe three to five times a week, whatever they, they can adhere to. But I do it every week, every day for myself. Um, and yeah. I, I, tell my clients to to try and go every day and, and that's to do some form of exercise or heart rate elevation because that'll just get you in a positive mental state um we do reading so you know have books that i recommend um and different things that they should do every day and then reflect on that um, but i go into a whole bunch of details like i do my business coaching too um where we do core principles reflection um and we just really grow people help people grow side hustles if they're looking to to you know get out of the nine to five that they're in I love that. I love that. I think, I think people overlook how good your body feels after you do physical activity, whether it's something like just taking a walk or going to the gym and lifting and like, it feels so good. You never leave the gym. I always say this, you never leave the gym and you're like, Oh, I wish I didn't do that. Like, you're always like, I feel great. Let's fucking go. Like, exactly. Like physical activity is so, and I think it's something that's it's overlooked, but I think it's something that really makes our, just our whole, oops, I just hit the mic. Um, <laughs> it really makes our whole life just like it better and and more fulfilling. And then like everything else kind of like will align to that. Yeah. Well, as humans, we crave physical exertion and communication and like interaction with each other. So, I mean, when we lack either of the two, you just, you descend into some darkness of why bother and, I think that you can't rely heavy enough on, on exercise to help you. Like whenever I feel negative, like I just go and hit the floor. I'll just do hundred, 150 burpees, pushups, whatever it may be, just to get into that positive mental attitude. And I mean, it helps and it really helps. It really helps. I love that. Now, how do you stay motivated? Like, is there something that you do or like help your clients out or you do yourself that kind of helps keep the motivation up? I mean, my whole thing was that I just stopped negotiating, stopped negotiating okay. on all levels and all levels. Like, like David got, you see what David Goggins does and he just doesn't negotiate at all. And he calls it the bitch voice. If you start listening to that, and, you know, you're on the downhill and I feel myself and it's almost like I'm tormented by it now because I'm really aware of when I'm just kind of relaxing and, and, and not doing much and i'm aware that i'm just falling back into that comfort so to stay motivated i just i observe that i really observe the way i'm thinking and consciously go okay how are we going to progress forward what's the next step can we be doing more and um and to stay motivated it's like i do the little things get little things right like i don't leave dishes in the sink you know i don't i don't miss flossing i don't um i don't miss all these little things and i think that helps with the big things to stay motivated I love that too because it's it, it really is the little things like you're saying like little things that 
eventually lead up to bigger things and then it's just kind of like piling on in your life yeah yeah like if you've got everything out of control if everything in your life is out of control like you're out of control like like jordan peterson i think he says clean up your room you know it's fantastic it's such a simple thing like clean up your room and you know everything will kind of be better from that because you all of a sudden you've got something to do and you can hit your little dopamine system in your head because you're someone that gets things done you know so it's yeah those little things that is awesome good advice now what would you say because i know you are all about like creating new habits and kind of helping people create a new habit so do you have some tips on how people can stay on a habit and kind of keep on track well you've got to have a schedule i think everyone should have a schedule you should be putting everything in um and, and not negotiating on it because it's always hard at the start. It's always hard at the beginning when um, you're trying to do a new thing. Um, so you've really got to have your vision laid out. You've got to understand why you started. Uh, that really helps. But I mean, yeah, the schedule is the most important thing because like I have everything in my schedule. Even when I have to eat, I just have a little blocked out part that I have mm. to eat because for me, it wasn't about losing weight that was the problem. For me, it was putting on weight. So I always had trouble just kind of getting the size on. And so for me, I had to create an eating habit that I had to start really keep my food on track, you know, to keep myself fed. Yeah. I love it. And I think when you said the vision, like knowing your vision, knowing why you want to do X, Y, Z, like I want to become more healthier or I want to gain muscle or whatever the, whatever the vision is, I think being really clear on your intentions and like, your why like why did I start doing this and kind of always have that in the back of your head because I think sometimes in life we kind of are on autopilot like we do the same thing every single day we wake up Mm -hmm. and we do this we do that and sometimes it's I find that it's fun to kind of step out of your normal day-to-day and do something different because then it kind of like gets you out of your comfort zone it's like oh okay like I can try out you know, I usually go to the gym in the morning, but you know what? I'm going to take a walk in the morning and then I'm going to go at lunch, like just switching yep. up little things to kind of keep your brain not so bored and like keep it fun. Sure. I think fun is something that I do in life. And yeah, it's kind of one of my values that I've been learning about and just like understanding all of my values and the root cause of why I need to do X, Y, Z. And mm-hmm. fun is one of those. And I think if you can kind of make the habits fun and like maybe even check them off the list, like, because obviously we know, um, you know, when you write down your to-do lists or what, what have you, like little lists and you check them off, it's like, it's like a something in our brain, like loves the satisfaction of like crossing something off the list. So yeah. even, even stuff like that is like super, super, it kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit, which I think is really nice. Definitely. Definitely. And I think going back to that, um, having the structures in your life, you know, you've got to break these structures that support the habits. So like if you've always got ice cream in the fridge, you know, the structure there is just having it in the fridge. It's like, you know, if you don't want to eat ice cream, just don't have it in the fridge. I mean, you know, I sometimes look at my fridge and I'm like, damn it, I've got nothing in there that I want to eat right now. And it's like, that's how, you know, nothing unhealthy, I should say, that I want to, you know, eat right now. So that kind of keeps you on track. Like I do have the one drawer though, that has like lollies, chocolates. That's just that, that I just walk past that and just have that adjusting case. You know, I am human. I am, yeah. am human. Yeah. yeah, we have to have our cheat days sometimes because man, sometimes I just, 
those cravings i just i well, can't i mean this example. is this is why this is why the macros are so important and people don't understand that it's not about having a cheat day it's like you can still eat what you want you can still eat exactly mm. what you want but it's about knowing exactly what you're putting in your mouth and that's why knowing your proteins okay. your carbs and your fats as soon as you understand that and you've dialed it in through the app that we have like you'll be able to track all the food all the usual food that you would eat but you can see where you're blowing out and when you have that calorie ceiling you know, you just got to keep on track with it. So you know where you've got to eat more of more protein or eat less carbs and eat less fats. Wow. Okay. You're yeah. just, you're teaching me all the things. I love this. This is great. <laughs> um, all right. Now let's kind of switch gears a little bit here. And sure. I want to hear about your, you know, your journey through your substance abuse and kind of walk me through a little bit of your, your story. Well, my first kind of, my first kind of, I guess, moment that that I realized I had a an addiction was mm. just was when I was at the club. Like we, I'd always kind of dabbled in drugs every now and then, and that was fine. But when I really noticed I had an addiction and that it was impacting my health, was at the nightclub. Like every single day I was every single night that I was at work, you know, I was doing it and I would make up all these excuses about why I could do it and why, why it was okay that, you know, and it wasn't even my own drugs. It was that the people that were around me that were coming in knew that they had, they, they knew that I was so dependent on it that they could just come up and say, Hey, I've got a bag of Coke. Um, let's go to the back room. And I'd be like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. Right. You know? And it's, you just get accustomed to that habit and that habit. And then all of a sudden you're just messaging people at 4am going, Hey, you got any stuff? Like, you know, it's, it's quite pathetic. And, but, you know, from, with my upbringing, I was, I never really had the whole family around me and that I relied heavily on my relationships. So at the time, my friends were important to me and whatever my friends were doing was, was what I wanted to do. And so I really wanted that, um, that socialize socialization. And I wanted that connection with people. So cocaine was one of those things where you could get in a room one-on-one, um, remove all your, inhibitions i suppose um or your fears and you could just talk um and and i guess yeah that's where you kind of descend down into just over overuse and abuse and then all of a sudden you've just got this addiction that's got control of you where you're sitting in your car and doing lines by yourself because you don't want to go inside and face your girlfriend at the time who knows that you've probably gone and done it again so yeah there's so many times where i realized i had a problem and i just i just kind of kept going because I was like well I'm this far in already you know and it was always I knew the moment when I had that first line or I had that first that start if I just didn't start I was fine but it was when I started the stopping was the issue mm. so yeah and it's real I was one of those people that thought that would never happen to them I was like I've got so much willpower I can control um, my impulses this and that and like you know maybe you are Maybe you can more than I did, but I was one of those people that thought I was really, really able to control myself and I couldn't and I couldn't. And it, and it hurt a lot of people around me. And, and it was one of those things that just, I don't regret it because I learned a lot. And I mean, the certain road path that I was on, like I was not going to waste, like I was fucking own a nightclub. I was like, I'm going to take this all the way. I'm going to have as much fun with this as I can. So, and right. that's just what it led to. But in the end, it just came to a crescendo where the police raided the club. I had bags of cocaine on me, you know, my car was impounded, you know, and I just really got knocked down. I had to move from my um, home on Sunshine Beach overlooking the water to a garage. Like, like I really got knocked down and it was like, 
it was hard and it was all because of the poor choices that I made. So I really, yeah, I really think that people can get lost in that and, and not realize how detrimental it will be when the adverse effects accumulate. Right, right. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for sharing that with us. And um, I'm sure it's, it. I'm sure you look back on it and think like, wow, I got through all of this. Like, it, I mean, it's gonna, you got to look back on it and think like, this is, I'm, I, look at where I'm at now. And I think that you should I, be super proud of that. I sometimes think I wanted to get caught. I think towards the end, like it got so out of control. I was like, I just want, I, I think I just need to get caught. Like it's got that much of a hold on me. I just need to get caught. And I, I think that's what it really was. It was just, I had to get caught. You know, I had to go right, through right. that. So, I totally understand yeah. what you're saying. Now, when you, when you said that you kind of realized, oh my gosh, like I have an issue. What was that point like in your life? Like you kind of internalize it, like, hey, I know I have a problem. And then did you... Like, I guess what, what happened afterwards, like walk me through how you were feeling. I mean, the problem, I knew I had a problem. I knew I mm -hmm. had it, but it wasn't until the police intervention um, that really kicked me into gear about it, that I took it seriously. Um, because like, I was still eating well, I wasn't eating well, but I was still eating pretty good and I was still training every now and then like so I still felt like I was keeping myself balanced but I wasn't I wasn't and then the police was just the final thing that was like all right I've got to I've got to literally completely change what I'm doing so right. and that was, was it that, that was turning. the flip yeah. yeah the turning point of like you're at rock bottom and you're like I can only go up from here you know yeah yeah and I think that that's that's powerful within its within its own now when you so you said you owned a nightclub. Um, was it like a period of years that this was kind of going on? Like how long do you so think I, I was, was? I was, I owned it for about two years. And, but my uh, the period was about five to seven because I was DJing at the club before. Um, like as soon as I bought into the club, like it got accelerated when I bought the club. Because all of a sudden, I didn't, I didn't have to DJ. I could just get DJs there and then just sit in the back room doing coke, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. I mean, hey, we all we all go through some shit, man. And I think just like when you when you think back on it now, what are like what do you what are your thoughts when you think back on all the things that you've been through? Well, I'm glad I did them to mm. the extent that. I now have that wisdom um, right. and I don't, and I don't think I would have learned unless I had have gone down that. So in a sense I had to go through it. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I don't know because you're just in a completely different mind state. Like you're not thinking clearly, mm -hmm. like you just, you just have drugs and alcohol in your system, which is essentially poison. And I mean, right. you don't like the way I feel now, like I'll walk around just getting goosebumps and my eyes will well up with not tears, but like just joy. Like I'm just so excited, just even just walking and there's no drugs or amphetamines or anything. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Powerful. I don't, yeah. That's really powerful. And just like feeling yourself, I bet. Like that's just like mm. a whole other world, like a new chapter in the book. Yeah. That's really, that's really amazing. And like I said, kudos to you for, for pushing through and realizing like you need to change. And sometimes I think, it gets to that point, like I said, like 
people go through some crazy shit and they're like, oh my God, they go, they get to that breaking point. They're like, I need to do something about this. Now, if someone else was kind of going through maybe substance abuse, alcoholism, um, what advice would you give them if they were kind of in the ruts and really just struggling to quit? Well, they need to, like, I've always just gone cold turkey. That's how I've I've done it. I've never done this weaning off. I've never done this and that. But I know with alcohol, you can actually you, you can actually get sick if you don't, you know, mm-hmm. wean off it and, and whatnot. But, you know, I would just say you've got to change the structure. So you've got to you've got to stop drinking. Just cut it off. Cut it off. Cut wherever. Do not go places where people drink. Do not get around that. You've got to replace it with something that is um, a positive habit and not a destructive habit. So you've just got to get start getting in the gym. You know, you've got to you've got to just cut it off, like mm. cut it off. It's not even, it's not even a question. And I mean, if you can, I don't even, how, how should I say this? Like, I don't even go to the point of if I'm with a group of people and they're drinking, like, I don't, I don't make them feel bad for drinking or whatever, but I know people do feel uncomfortable around me when, when they're drinking because they mm-hmm. know about what I'm all about, but that's, because I can handle it in that situation, but people that are addicted to substances, they've just got to get out of that environment. That is the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing. Um, But then if people, if people are drinking at home, I mean, I think that's another, another big, uh, a big factor. Like you just got to get it, get it out of the house. Do not go and buy it. Like do not have it there. Not even like a social one. So yeah. Like once you start feeling the positive effects of it, you won't want to go back to it it's a fear driven thing. Like you're drinking because you're too scared to confront the things, the realities in your life, I think. Um, mm. But yeah, I would say just get rid of it, get it out of the house. Do not even go down that path. You know, you don't need it. Yeah. Kind of out of sight, out of mind. If it's not in the house, you can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, now you mentioned your friends. Now I'm curious. Cause I, I've definitely had my, my dad is an alcoholic. Um, I have had many friends that have gone through alcoholism. They're sober now. Uh, And I know that they usually do say like, you know, once, you know, at first it's very hard for them to be around people. So they kind of avoid going out or, you know, around others who drink, which I completely understand. And then it almost seems like they get to a certain point and then it doesn't really bother them anymore. Like if someone is maybe struggling, um, do you usually suggest them like kind of, cutting you know maybe even cutting people off that only want to drink i think you will find out who your true friends are right like did you have any experiences with your mine was, friends? mine was easy yeah mine was yeah. mine was easy like as soon as there was this air around me because the police had caught me with drugs this and that no one wanted to be near me no one wanted to even know me no one wanted to so i all my friends dropped off so it was easy it was easy for me because i really oh. found out who was my true friends and it's like you yeah. know who is really real once you hit rock bottom you'll find out real quick you'll find out real quick and it's you can't even count them on your hand on one hand like that's i couldn't even count them on one hand people that stuck around so you know yeah you've got to get out of that environment Mm -hmm. and 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 you've got to realize that you're using it to escape escape something there's something that you don't want to see there's something that you don't want to confront and it nine times out of ten it's yourself it's the choice that you've made or or something that isn't been negative in your life and you just feel maybe a bit hopeless or you're trying to escape it 
Um, mm. And it's, it's not okay to just, it's not okay to, for your family. It's not okay for your kids. You know, what are they going to think? They've just got this washed up father that's just drinking and probably beating on them. Like, it's just, yeah, it's not the way yeah. to go. You know? totally. That's not, that's not what I want. That's not what I wanted as a kid. And that's not the type of father that I'm going to be. So. Absolutely. Now those friends that stuck around, how, how did they support you? How did they help you? Like what, what support helped you in any way? Well, they were, there was one, one friend in particular, Luke, Luke, he was great. He just, he stuck around through everything. He was inviting me over for dinner. He was like, he would be an ear to listen to. Even when I was going through my breakup, like I was, yeah. I turned into a little, like, I turned into a bitch because of it. Like I was like <laughs> negative. I was just being the victim, like as if it was poor me, but everyone's going through breaks up. Everyone goes through it. And I look back at it now and it's like, man, come on. The only reason you were so upset about it is because you, you had all, and this is what he, he said to me. He goes, man, the only reason you're even remotely upset about it, like through your nightclub days, you had women throwing themselves at you. The only reason you're upset about it is because you don't have that. You've had all this, all these things taken away from you. And she was the last thing that you were hanging on to that until you had to face yourself. And mm. that was literally it. That's like that talk that he had with me. And when he said that, and I, I, he, he called me when I was at my lowest point, when I was literally looking at suicide, I was, it was dark, but he was calling me every night after work and he was just making sure I was all right. And um, just that constant connection, just, just someone there that's actually available. And this is what I say to all my clients and I give them my own personal number. And I say, if you ever think about drinking, you ever think about anything negative or you just need to talk, give me a call right away. I don't care. This is my personal number. Here you go. And, and cause that was so valuable for me, just having that person to talk to and, and, and you could count on it was, yeah, it was valuable. I love, that. I love that. And I think you're right. Like connection is so, so important when you have that person you can go to for anything, it makes all the difference. And I think, like you said, just like, and, and also I think telling your friends or whomever, this mm. is what I need, you know, to call me every night or to text me every night, you know, let's do dinners once a week. Like, just sharing your expectations and your needs, because I think sometimes we overlook, you know, if someone is going through a hard time and everyone's busy, right? But you mm -hmm. might think, oh, shit, I need to kind of check in with that friend and make sure that they're doing okay. And yeah, how can I support you? And just asking mm -hmm. the questions to to help them make sure that they don't feel alone or if they yeah. need something, just being there for them. Because I think I really think a lot of people overlook just like a little check-in. Like it's so easy. Well, I think, I think so the people, the, the people don't even realize that they have that, that how much just someone talking to them, this is coming from the person who's going through it. They don't realize, like, I didn't even tell him to do that. I didn't even tell him I needed this. He just knew that I was at that point just with the way I was talking and, and things like that. So, you know, we don't even realize when we're going through and we're so jaded on our thought process. We're so far off where our normal stability is that even our friends can, our close friends notice that. So, mm -hmm. and that's why I think it's, it's important to have those people around. And Absolutely. Yeah. that's amazing. And I, I love that that person just checked in with you. He just knew like, Hey, yeah. that's amazing. And I think that's, and like I said at the beginning, like that's who your true friends are. The ones that stick around, even when you're going through the hardest shit, maybe fucked up shit, like, it's mm. so it it and it's hard. I'm sure when you lost some friends, that was also hard because it's like, hey, maybe you thought that one of your friends was really 
a, a solid friend. Down to rod, yeah. Like, Holy shit, they weren't there for me when I really actually needed them. Yep, Friendship just fair whips. Fair weathered friends, you know, when when hey. it's all smooth sailing, they're all around. But yeah, you know, but this this also didn't help my one of my one of my closest friends at the time was my business partner and and the police actually made us so we couldn't talk. We couldn't talk to they cut us all all off, separated all of us. So that was really hard as well. So I couldn't imagine what he went through. I like he went through he went through I've heard some shit. I won't go into it now, but he went through really, really tough as well. So yeah. I mean that whole separation, severing a relationship is, yeah, it's really, really hard on people. Even just a friendship like that. Yeah. Right, right. Friendship yeah. breakups, I think, are just as hard as a romantic breakup. Like, they yeah. really, because it's, it's like you choose that person to yeah. be your friend. And you, you, they're like your confidant and your soundboard. And you yeah. choose them. And, and then when something goes wrong, it's like a part of you is missing. It's really, it's hard. Friendship breakups they, suck. They keep you sane. Like, you know, yeah. they keep you sane. You, you can springboard off them, like you said, and, and you know, okay, this person accepts me. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good in this current mm-hmm. configuration that I'm in. I'm fine. And yeah. yeah. Now, you said the word accept. Did you go through a period of time where you kind of had to accept, you know, what you had been through and kind of who you are now? Like, did you have any? Yeah. I had, to, I had to face, I had to literally get out a pen and paper and face myself and just write out what I was thinking, what I was doing, how I was going to get myself out of it. And I had to kick myself into gear. Like mm. you, you don't realize how, how much better things can get when you start actually being purposeful. You start actually being driven. You start actually, um, noticing yourself as just you're operating at like 40% capacity. Like, you know, everyone has so much more inside of them that they, that they need to just pull out of them. And it's, and I think a lot of people rock bottom, unfortunately, is what people have to see to, to pull it out of them. You know? Right. Yeah. And I think when you said purposeful, that, that struck me because it's true. Like when you, when you know your purpose, and I loved when you said like you were writing things down, because I think another thing that people kind of overlook is journaling. Journaling mm. can be so, so powerful. And I've so many people that have come on my podcast talk about journaling and how then you can kind of see all the progress you've made. And oh, I used to feel like that. And now it's like I don't even feel that. Or look at exactly. where I was when we first started and really getting all of your your thoughts out on paper. It's very, it's mm. like very satisfaction or satisfaction well it's a metric it's a metric for gratitude all of a sudden you're you're grateful you're like i'm here but now i'm here like this is so much better and then you can just you're grateful for that you you know you've got to be grateful for what you have to you know to move forward i think i love that i love that so much any other little tidbits that you kind of went through to help you kind of overcome everything i mean working out five six times a day like oh my uh, god having, a day having having cold showers like i couldn't i i don't know how to explain the, the feeling that i had the weight that was just holding me down that was just like it was crushing like i saw my ex-girlfriend she was with this other guy and it just crushed me it just it just absolutely crushed me and it, and the only way to get rid of that the only way i got any kind of silence from that um you could say was was by just hitting the floor doing a workout like going to the gym twice a day hitting the boxing bag like just keeping physically active mm. you know? and then 
that's where the food came into play. That's where the macros, that's where getting, I could actually train for longer and I, you know, I wasn't running out of energy. And then that fed into my business. All of a sudden I've got all this energy. I'm starting to think completely differently. I'm working that in by, you know, getting people to help me. And, and all of a sudden you're expanding, things are expanding and, and you're getting away from essentially what that shit feeling was just by a workout because mm-hmm. everything was feeding back positively. You know, and you're in that upward spiral. So you, so were you were always kind of into fitness? I've always, not to the extent I am now, but I've always mm-hmm. been, been active or going to the gym maybe once or twice, three times a week at most. Uh, I was okay. always, but I was never tracking my food and my macros. I was just kind of, you know, doing whatever. But yeah, it was when it was when actually how much it helped me from from the macros and the uh, and the exercise and just tracking my progress with my training. Wow, that's inspiring. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and thank you for sharing all that, all that, right. all the stories. And it really is so powerful what our mind and body can do and get through and. When you have that yeah. mindset switch, it really, it, it can just transform our entire life. And I think that's something that is just so unbelievably powerful. Um, yeah. How, like how if much, you could, sorry, go how ahead. Much, how much further ahead would you be if you just didn't, if you could trust yourself fully and you didn't let yourself down? If every mm. time things were difficult, every time you looked, every, like I get up at 3.30 every morning. I don't want to get up at 3.30 every morning. My girlfriend, my girlfriend's says why like why why do you even bother like you don't need to like and i say because i'm keeping a commitment to myself and i'm showing people other people that even just because it's difficult doesn't mean you don't you shouldn't do it you know and that commitment and that trust that you develop for yourself is you carry that over to your business you carry that over to your relationships and and i think you know it's not just exercise it's not just eating the right food it's not just thinking the right things it's you know it's a lifestyle and it's something people should can develop and should adopt. Mm. Now, I know motivation kind of goes hand in hand, but what if someone is struggling to stay motivated or keep it up and, you know, they're struggling? What is, what do you usually tell them? I would say, get a coach. I would say, get a mindset coach. I would say, get someone that you can just, that is on the path that you want to be on, you know? Mm. And I think, I think it's important that people have someone they can, ask if they're doing the right thing because we don't know we don't know if we're doing the right thing and i think a mentor or a coach is is invaluable for that so and holds you accountable yeah definitely love that that's amazing if you could like say one thing like the biggest takeaway from your experience what would it be the biggest takeaway I mean, if you are the person that thinks it won't happen to them, you're exactly the person it'll happen to. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it doesn't discriminate. No. And I mean, if you're if you're if you're not focused on it, you you'll you won't catch it. You'll miss. Right, right. That's so true. Wow. Um, any last thoughts before we get into our game and a few other questions? Any last thoughts? I would, I would say read and write, read and write. Like I, I think, 
I was lucky because I've always had a kind of personal development. I knew that I was, I knew that I had, I couldn't learn enough and that reading was invaluable to me. Even, even if you don't read, just get audible and listen to books or something, just yeah. having different perspective because you get an insight into all these great minds about what they're doing and how to do things and a way of, you know, paradigm shifts. And I think that's invaluable. That's amazing. I love that. And I think I, I love books right now. I'm on my, I've read four books this year and I'm so pumped yeah. about <laughs> I've what been are you reading? reading. So I'm reading, um, I mean, some like romantic novels, but then like, because my goal is to become a um, sex coach and intimacy yep. coach. So I'm oh, kind I of could use that. Of- I could use that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm reading a bunch of intimacy and sex books right now, which are super interesting to me. Um, and then I'm also in a life coach course right now. So that's cool. been super, super fun for me. Cool. And oh, what I was going to say when you were talking about Audible and listening to books, I, so I work from home. I'm, you know, home all day. Um, so instead of listening to music, I listen to podcasts literally yep. all day long. And yep. and I just love learning new things while I'm working. Like sometimes I have to pause it, but it's so it's so nice to kind of be able to and I al- also work from home and like I don't obviously mm-hmm. have anyone else here. So it's like it's almost like I have as weird as it sounds, I have like coworkers like because people are talking and I'm like listening to a really cool conversation and learning new things. So it's, that's something that's honestly been a game changer in my life is really just being able to learn more things while I'm working and kind of do like a two for one. (laughs) Yep. Well, you're, I'm not a good, I'm not good at focusing on two things at once. I have to be one or the other. Like my girlfriend says it all the time. She goes, (laughs) you cannot be on your phone and listen to what I say. (laughs) I'm like, I know. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Um, what are you most excited about that's coming up in your life? Um, most excited about. I mean, this podcast, fun. these podcasts are the most exciting thing that I'm doing. Like, I'm just so excited to to be on this journey. I just it excites me to talk to people about the things that have helped me, and and hopefully it helps other people. So I like every day. I'm just excited with the new people I get to meet, the new people I get to talk to. It's it's I love it. That's so inspiring. And I, and honestly, this community of podcasters is incredible. Like I have mm. met some of the most amazing people that like have my back and like post my stuff and are just like so like honest and 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 they just are so loyal. And I don't know, it, it yeah. it's such a it's an incredible journey and experience and community that I never really thought like it would be this life-changing but it truly mm-hmm. is like it's incredible and I love just like you said listening to people's stories telling your story and yeah it's yep. it's so it's so awesome so yeah I, I give you kudos to yeah just keep keep doing the podcast stuff because you can meet some incredible people doing it and it's, it's well a- I already have I already have met some yes absolutely (laughs) well thank you i totally appreciate that um are you ready for our game sure let's go all right so i think i already know the answer since you said you woke up at 3 30 but the first one is are you an early riser or night owl (laughs) i'm an early riser i was a night owl i would i used to not go to bed until god sometimes the next day you know for days so yeah early riser because if you win you know the first one up you win 
you know, right, you just get that, right. that mentality is the first one up, first one in the gym, you got that winner's mindset. I love it. I love it. Um, pizza or pasta? Ooh, pizza. <laughs> um, would you rather live by the ocean or live in a cabin in the woods? I love the ocean, but there's something about a cabin in the woods that just mm-hmm. like a nice kind of, yeah, misty woods. I don't know. That cabin would be pretty good. If there was a lake, yeah, like definitely the cabin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. I love it. Would you rather direct a music video or direct a movie? Oof. Music video. Music video. Yeah. Love it. The next one is, would you rather have the ability to talk to animals or the ability to control weather? To talk to animals would be pretty cool. Right? Yeah. Over the weather. <laughs> I think it would be super cool. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, explore space or explore the sea? I mean, space is just, I think space 100%. If you could get to all these different planets instantly and there wasn't the mm. billions of light years away 100 <laughs> space because there's so much more i think the ocean has a lot but i mean how many billions trillions of oceans are there on other planets that's a good point that's a good yeah. point i love it okay if you had to give up all technology or give up tv movies and books you didn't say phone i did not but Technology would be your phone for sure. Okay, so TV would I give up give up TV movies and books or give up all technology? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, TVs, movies, and books. We still got pod. We still got podcasts. I mean, That's if we just true. give up the TV, movies, and books, <laughs> so I'd have it. to go the t- TVs, movies, and books. Can't give really up technology. <laughs> That's how we stay communicated. It's everything. It is. Yeah. Uh, would you rather create a new holiday or create a new day of the week? Oh, day of the week. I don't really care much for holidays. That's fair. Day of the week That's for sure. Fair. What would your new day of the week be? Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just call Relaxing? it another day. We'll, we'll call or it another day. Another, another day. day. Yeah. Sunday, another yeah. day. <laughs> fair enough. um would you rather have a huge imagination or a photographic memory a huge imagination i think creativity would be far better than a photographic memory okay fair enough do you prefer traveling somewhere new or traveling somewhere familiar i mean i'm a creature of habit Mm -hmm. so somewhere familiar um, but in saying that, I do want to go traveling to other places. So probably somewhere familiar. Probably Love it. Just stay familiar. Um, online shopping or in-person shopping? In-person shopping. If I could go to every store, 100% in-person. Yes. Yeah. I like to touch everything and try yeah. it on or like smell it's, it. It, it, it smell <laughs> it, right? It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then the last one is sunrise or sunset. Sunrise, sunrise. every day. Yeah, love, love it every day. Awesome. Um, let everyone know where they can connect with you. 
guys, you can go to my Instagram, which is Shady Fox. Uh, and that's it. That's all I've got. It's my only socials. I use TikTok, but don't go on TikTok because I barely use it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for being here, Shay. This was such a pleasure having you on. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing all your stories today. Thank you, Janae. Appreciate it. This is fun. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Definitely connect with Shay on Instagram and you know where to find and connect with me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You can join my free Facebook group, My Naked Mindsetters, and definitely reach out to me, DM me or email me at mynakedmindsetpodcast at gmail.com if you want to be on the podcast or if you have questions or advice or a topic that you want to hear me talk about or have an expert on definitely reach out and let's connect i so appreciate you tuning in and listening today come back next week for another episode of my naked mindset okay bye